Hey, hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. It is your girl, Adrielle Nicole Sparks on the mic today. And today I do not know what this title of the podcast is. So know that that title came up after I got done recording it because today all we are doing is talking. We just talking. It's just us having some coffee or some wine out on the beach, just chilling. We're just talking today. Um, I know that I said I wanted to expand upon the He Sees the Unseen and make it a series, and I am going to do that. But today's episode is just something that came up as I was writing in my diary today. And as I was journaling, I really started to feel the spirit of the Lord in this particular entry because if we're being honest, I don't have it all together. You don't have it all together. We are just trying to find our way. And sometimes through that discovery of finding out who we actually are, what our purpose is, what we feel as though we should be doing, how we should be serving the Lord, how we should be serving our family and friends, how we should just be as people, going through different phases of life, feeling a mixture between being emotionally full and emotionally drained. You know, because speaking from experience, I have gone through so many different emotions within the past, I don't know, two years of just trying to figure everything out. Knowing what my purpose is, knowing what God has called me to do, but not having all the pieces together. Serving the Lord is not an easy thing to do. You don't really have a blueprint to go off of because everyone's calling is different. Everybody has a different call on their life and we're not going to go through the same exact route as another person. But because we are always wanting inspiration and advice and prophecies, because let's be honest, we sometimes feel as though we can't hear God, you know, what he wants us to do. So we feel the need to pour into a prophet to get what God is saying to them. But there are times where God just wants to speak to you. And with you depending on prophets to give you the desires of your heart when it comes to God, you will get used to that and you won't try to find your own connection to his voice. And it's your own personal unique connection to God that's going to give you the most of what you're looking for, whatever you're desiring. He can uproot some of those issues that have 
taken precedence over everything else in your life. And y'all can deal with those things together, right? So you don't always have to have a prophet telling you. It is amazing. It is great to have prophecies. I have all of my prophecies written down on my phone. I have them recorded. I have listened to them over and over and over. I can recite them from A to Z. I mean, I know what the word of the Lord has given me through other people. So I am not saying it's a bad thing to get prophecies, but what I am saying is, is that Paul said so in the Bible that he wished that we all would prophesy because we all have the ability to. If Holy Spirit is living in you and breathing through you and operating through you, he can activate God's voice through you as well. So you have access to his voice, but you have to allow him the space, the opportunity to be able to freely speak to you. And um, I was in my journal today and I haven't journaled in quite a while. I just picked up my journal a few days ago and started adding some entries. And that's something that I can even suggest to you. It's very important to journal because as I stepped away from my journal and I had gotten busier with trying to start these new projects like the podcast and my YouTube channel and trying to record my audiobook and I do everything myself, y'all. I don't have any outside help. Um, the only help that I have when it comes to things like this is the grace of God but it is me and him. It's my heart, my brain, and God's voice. And we work together for all of these projects. And I have written my entire book, researched everything um, from start to finish. I was not listening to sermons at the time I was writing my book. I mean, God was just feeding into me. And I was allowing him that space in my mind to just do whatever he wanted so that he could put his own glory on it. So I had even gotten to a point nearing the end of the writing process. And I told my husband, I said, babe, I don't even want to write my name on this. It actually doesn't feel right to put my name as the author on this. Like, I don't even want the credit. The book is amazing, but I just feel like it was only possible because of the grace that God supplied. But yeah, so I had done everything myself. I designed it from start to finish. I mean, from cover to cover, y'all. Cover to cover, blank pages. And I had never before done anything like that. When I tell you God was working and he didn't even, God is so good, he didn't even allow me to understand the complexity of what all of that entailed because he wanted me to just trust him to know that he was going to work it out. And by the time I looked up, bam, I had this beautiful masterpiece in my hand that God created through me. He is just so good, so faithful, so faithful. Uh, so as I was journaling today, I 
was thinking about how I'm in this sort of confusion state right now, kind of torn between wanting to trust God, knowing that he is good and that he can do great things through me, but at the same time, not fully believing in Adriel. We believe God can do great things. We have seen him do great things. But the problem is when we think about him doing those things through us. Yeah, God, you can do it, but you can't do it through me. I'm just not comprehending that I'm capable of carrying out a task such as this. Are you sure you chose me for this? Like, are you really sure? Or was that something, you know, you just kind of, you you felt like you didn't have any other options. So you just had said, hey, I'm going to choose her for this. Or did you really deliberately sit down and think about this and consider it? And one thing he told me a few months ago, but I'm still having to constantly remind myself of this, is that I consider all things. So when I chose you, I considered all things. I considered you not believing in yourself. I considered you doubting me. I considered the fact that you wasn't going to do it perfectly. I considered the ups and downs that you would experience emotionally. I've considered all things. So if I chose you, You are the perfect choice. (laughs) And I'm not a man that I should lie. One of my spiritual mothers from church posted that on Facebook today, and I hadn't had Facebook downloaded on my phone for so long, but I seen her post today and she said, look, God is not a man that he should lie. And I've heard that word before. I know all about that word. But being reminded of that today, it did something to me. It activated that hope in me again. It really did because it reminded me that everything spoken over my life, whether that was through a person such as a prophet or through my own heart, hearing the voice of God, he is not a man that he shall lie and everything will come to pass. So whatever has been spoken over your life, I am here today to tell you that it will come to pass. You don't have to worry about how it's going to get done because God got this, okay? You don't have to worry about if you're going to miss some steps along the way because he got this. He's been doing this for thousands upon thousands of years. He knows exactly how to work with you. He knows his people. He loves his creation. He designed his creation and he knows how we work. He knows the intricacies of everything inside of us, outside of us. He knows how the world works. He understands society. He understands what people accept in this world and what they don't. 
He knows how to work with you. So if you just give him the opportunity to work through you, take the limitations off of God. Mm. Take the limitations off of God today. Get him out of that box that you've put him in and that you've kept him in for all of these years. He is ready to do abundantly above anything you can ask or think. And I'm talking to even the women or men on here that is listening to this and they are well into their 60s, 70s, 80s. I'm talking to you too. God can still do abundantly above anything you ask or think. It does not end until he says it's over. Period. Period. That right there should set you free. Because it is setting me free. Just today. Just today I have I have felt a shift in my own atmosphere. When I realized that I had been First of all, keeping God in a box. And secondly, not believing in me. You know, God told me one day, he said, if you believe you can, then you will. And have not only faith in me, but have faith in yourself. You know, sometimes when we hear God say certain things, we question it. Well, why would God tell me to have faith in myself? I don't, I didn't really see a scripture that says, have faith in me. But here's the thing. God wants you to believe in you. He wants you to believe in him, but he also wants you to believe in yourself. Because if you only believe in him, but you doubting you the whole time, then he can't do nothing with you. There's not much he can do with that. It's like faith and doubt fighting each other. It's faith and fear in a wrestling match. That is not how God wants you to operate. We, we really can't do much with that at all, right? So... Have not only faith in God, but have faith in yourself. Take that and run with that today. Let me go on my phone. I want to go back over my journal entry and see what I wrote in here because it was really good stuff. Um, so as I was saying, for the past two years or so, I knew that God called me to speak to people. With that calling, it came with a lot of fear. Now, the fear was a combination between I want to do everything right so that God can be proud of me. And then it was also, I hope that people will take to me well and that I will be able to communicate 
effectively so that people do not challenge me on my words. So it was a, it was a fear of wanting to do right by God and then also fearing what people would think. And those two things caused me to procrastinate altogether. It completely stopped everything for me. And although in that stopping period, I was able to actually rest from all of the work I had done um, creating my book and also trying to be a wife and be a mother of three. And just, you know, I was really overdone. I had gone through surgery because I had to have my abs pulled back together after I had my son, my third child. And that was something that really required rest. And then I was just, I was just over a lot of stuff. I needed to actually rest. But aside from the rest, I was also struggling mentally. If we're being honest, I was struggling mentally. And my mind is where the greatest battle has been. And in a lot of us, our greatest battle is in our mind. It's us fighting against us, you against you. And of course, the enemy loves to play with that. That is his perfect little playground, getting in our thoughts and causing us to doubt God, causing us to fear certain things, causing us to feel pressure and all of that. He gets us in our thoughts. And if he can capture us in our own head, he knows that that will prevent us from moving forward in life and doing the things that we desire to do. Um, so he was really having a field day with me. And no, this was not depression. I conquered that. I have victory over that. This was just confusion. Simply. I was simply confused. Fighting against a lot of different things. Not really knowing what step to take next. I have been feeling the pressure to be certain people. Like... I'll look at a YouTube video and hear a sermon or something and automatically think, oh, well, that's how God wants me to speak. Oh, that's how he wants me to expose this topic. That's how he wants me to look because that person's doing it and they're doing it right. So maybe I should try my best to be like them. I'm going to take their tips. I'm going to take their character traits. I'm going to you know, do it exactly like this person because it's working. People love it, right? God stopped me one night and he said, Adriel, when I called you, I called all of you. So that means I want the way you talk. I want the way you think. I want the way your personality is. I don't want Adriel plus someone else. I want all of who she is. So stop trying to be the woman you think I want you to be and just be yourself. That, of course, convicted me in my spirit because I was, I had been not really on purpose, but it's just something that you do when you know that you're supposed to be doing a certain 
thing in life, whether that's, you know, a certain type of job that you get or if you're a new wife, of course, you're going to look at the way that all the other wives do it. You're a new mom. You're going to look at all the ways that a mom, other moms do it. You know, well, the same thing happens as believers, people that are called to do things for God. It's just natural to look at the way someone else is doing it and get their advice and get their tips and kind of you sort of pretty much become that person accidentally because as people are feeding into you, you sort of uh, morph into them. And God was not mad at me for doing that. He just was simply reminding me to stay the course and be myself. And I don't have to feel pressure to be this person or to look this way. We are the happiest with ourselves when we give ourselves freedom to just be who we are. That's what I have learned over the course of these two years, but it didn't actually click until today. Because people can tell you up and down, left and right, how you should be doing something. God can tell you stuff and things won't even click for you until later on. Just because I have word after word after word penciled in on my phone doesn't mean that I'm perfect, that I won't make mistakes because I do make mistakes and that is what makes us human. But when we find ways to be free, when we find ways to just let go, and trust him, we will be much happier individuals. True happiness comes from being who you are without anybody having limitations on you. It's It comes from you just loving you. And let me tell y'all, I, listen, I love being by myself, okay? I used to be a really big extrovert when I was in grade school and even a little bit in college. But I started falling away from that and I became reclusive. And I'm okay with being reclusive. It doesn't mean I won't ever see people or hang out or anything like that. It just means that I've learned how to have fun even just by myself. And it has been empowering for me because I'm learning what I like, what I don't like. Well, you know, I'm learning my vibes. I'm, I'm learning just more about me. And I'm at the age now where it is just time to be me, to feel good about who I am. Taking off the pressure to be a certain standard because society places standards on us especially as women that are impossible to reach. And I'm just sick of it. Really, I am tired. I can't do it anymore. I can't think about, oh, I need to have more followers on Instagram. Oh, no, not many people like that post. I, I'm not going to I'm not going to look good next to this person. You know, I am tired 
tired of it. I'm tired of looking at other people's lives and trying to live my life sort of the same way that they live theirs, trying to go the same route that they've gone. And God told me um, one day, he said, well, what if I want to do something completely different in you than what you've seen in those around you? What if God wants to do something completely different in you? But you would never know. You would never find that out unless you just give yourself the freedom to just be you and you give God the freedom to work through you. That is what is most important. So let me see, because I said I was going to go over what I journaled. On my journal today, I said, I am accepting. I am processing. God is not shaping me into someone that I've seen preach on YouTube or TV. He's shaping me into me. <laughs> That's a whole word right there. God is shaping you into you. That sounds a little confusing, but if you really think about it, you are who you already want to be, but you're just on a path to discovering it. So God is shaping you into you as you discover more about yourself each and every day. I said, he has given me the freedom to just be me. And that is so empowering. That is so comforting. I get to express my thoughts and feelings. I get to tell people what's really going on, how I'm dealing, what God is sharing with me. I get to just be me. He's giving me time and space to discover myself each day. He's not pressuring me to hurry up and check a bunch of stuff off, off of a list. He's not mad at me when I make mistakes. He's not wishing I was perfect. He's not holding me to the standards of other people, wanting me to do life the way someone else does it. I don't have to feel the intense fear of not being enough that social media places on us. I don't have to feel anxious that I'm not where I thought I would be or should be at this age because there are no rules to living. God has already taken those limitations off. He's not gonna ask you at the gates of heaven how much wealth you accumulated, or how many followers you had. He's only going to be concerned with your heart. Come on. God is not concerned with all of the constraints, the restrictions that we place on life. He does not. Mm -mm. He's like, girl, take all of that off. That is not of me. That is not grace. When Jesus came back, he gave us grace. He gave us grace, the freedom to just live and be present, right? But for some reason, the world is still holding themselves to certain restrictions of what we think we should be doing, who we think we should become, what God wants for us, what we think God wants for us. Listen, there are no rules to life. 
But here is one, one particular thing we should be living by. And that is self-love. Self-love. When the root of your heart is self-love, you will love God the way that you should. You will love people the way that you should. And you will live your life unapologetically. I'm telling you, that is what God wants for us. To just be free. If you don't take nothing else from this podcast, take that. Set yourself free from your thoughts. I know everybody's doing it. Everybody's successful. I know that's what we see. Oh, this person's, you know, this person has this particular business. or This person is graduating with their doctorates. And this person is doing this or that. Listen, life is really not about how much success you can acquire before you die. It's just not. It's just not. When you learn to just truly be okay with what you have, with whatever circumstance you've been put in, just like Paul says, Paul says, I've learned to be okay and content with whatever the circumstance. (laughs) That's how we're supposed to be living. God is looking for us to just be content right now, no matter what is happening around you. I know you have these dreams, these goals, these ambitions, and they are great to have, but the wall that stands between where you are now and where your future self will be, who has acquired those dreams and goals, the wall between is you learning how to be content with where you are. You have to get past that wall first. Once you learn how to be content with where you are and what you have, you will always be at peace. You always will be. Find freedom from within yourself. Free yourself from yourself. Because God did not do all of what he did on the cross just for you to be sitting here complaining and disappointed and just, you know, all of what you are right now. He didn't do all of that just just for you to not be happy. He wants you to find true happiness within yourself because he is fully happy with you. Like we learned last week, God is, we are the apple of his eye. He is in love with us deeply. We have to access that love for ourselves. Self-love is the best love because everything will tie itself to that self-love and you won't feel the need to perfect everything around you. You You'll stop procrastinating because you'll realize, well, if God loves me this much and all of my quirky little things that I do and all the mistakes I make, then shoot, I can just create what I want. I can just go after what I want and I'm just free with it. 
not worrying about what this person is going to say, what, what they're going to think. <sighs> How much more productive would we be as a people if we found true self-love and freedom? You have the freedom to choose. You have the freedom to live. And God has given you the permission to. Okay? You have permission to be free. So go out and live your life. Do what you want. If you don't want to see nobody, you don't want to accept an invitation, then just be with yourself. Watch you a good movie. Drink some wine, chill. If you do want to, you know, go out, if you feel the need to go out and be with people, then do that. But don't feel like you have to, you know, match the energy of everyone else. If you want to go after a certain job, a certain position, then do that. But do not hold yourself to certain standards. If you have a business idea that you want to start looking into, do that. Do everything with a freedom mindset. Before you start, tell yourself, look, I'm free. I am free to choose. I love myself just the way that I am. God loves me just the way that I am. And whatever is mine, it is mine. Whatever is for you is going to find you. Uh, period. Period. Whatever is for you is for you. What God seals, no man can steal. Okay? It is yours. So be free in that. Find your freedom in that. All right? So I am going to end today's podcast on that note. I really hope that this talk sets you free today. That's what I'm really praying for. And God, I ask that the person listening to this, I ask that you help them to dive deep into those roots that causes them to feel pressure, to be a certain standard. Dive deep into those roots today and pull them out. Uproot any situation, anything in their past, any offense that causes them to feel like they should have been somewhere by now. Help them to learn how to be present, how to soak up what's happening around them right now and love on that. Teach them how to love on what's now. In your name, in your name we pray, God. Amen. Amen.